God's peace, boys and girls, and fathers and mothers, and all who are gathered here to celebrate the birth of the Prince of Peace. It is your evening. You have brought us the message of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and made known what he has done for us in word and in song. So we know that he was born for the purpose that he would redeem us from all our sins, all our transgressions, and all our weaknesses. But do you know that even though Jesus was a babe born in the stable of Bethlehem, that he was also a boy like you, In the last part of the second chapter of Luke, St. Luke, there we read that Jesus was 12 years old. How many of you boys and girls are 12 years old? Raise your hand. Yes, there's quite a few. Now, you know that Jesus wasn't uh, very big or old. When uh, he went to Jerusalem with his parents at a festival, and they remained there for several days. When uh, the time came for them to go back home. They left. The parents thought that Jesus was with them, and uh, they didn't think that he would be left behind, but thought, no doubt, that he was with the neighboring boys and girls. So they went a day's journey. And then when they began to look for him, they could not find him any place. They had to go back to Jerusalem. And they looked for Jesus for three long days. And where do you think he they found him. The Bible tells us that they found him in the temple. What was he doing in the temple? We are told that he was asking questions and answering questions from the doctors 
and the scribes and the priests that were in the temple. And they marveled at his understanding. <clears throat> but uh, the mother of Jesus rebuked him and said, Son, why has, have you dealt thusly with us? For I and your father sought you for three days sorrowing. And Jesus answers, Know ye not? How, how did, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I, would, I must be about my father's business? Now what is it to be about a, my father's business? For it is necessary for even boys and girls to be about their father's business. Do you think you are about your father's business now when you are going to Sunday school? Yes, you are. Why? Because you are learning more and more about Jesus and about his saving grace. And when you do that which your parents tell you to do, you are then about your father's business also because your parents have been given unto you for the purpose of teaching you to come to know what is right and what is wrong. But there are times that we are not about our father's business. I remember when I was 12 years old, I with some other boys secretly took some tobacco and started smoking it. Now, was I about my father's business? when I did that? No. And God punished me for doing it. I became very sick. I vomited. But there are still many boys and girls who do that which they should not do. And when you tell something that is not true, you are not about your father's business then. What are you doing? You are lying. And that is a sin. And when you quarrel among yourselves, 
you hit someone, you are not about your father's business then. Whose business are you about then? It is the devil who is the one who wants to get us quarreling and fighting among ourselves, separating ourselves in that way. When we become angry, we are not about our Father's business. But when we are obedient to our parents, and when we come to church, to the, to the Father's house, this is the Father's house of worship. And when we do not whisper among ourselves when the service is in, but worship God and pray that God would let me understand so that I too could learn more and more about Jesus and his saving grace. This reminds me of a true story that I was told in Finland. And that was the first time that we were in Finland in 1950. It was in Himango, I think, if I remember correctly, there was a family. The father was a fisherman, commercial fisherman, but he was not in the living faith. He was an unbeliever, but the mother had repented and believed her sins all forgiven and blotted out in the blood of the Lamb. And she would take the little boy that they had with her to the service. And that little boy became so interested in the Word of God that he said to his father, Father, won't you buy me a Bible? so that I can read it and know more about the Word of God. But the Father says, Son, you don't need a Bible. You're so young. But one time when the, the Father wasn't coming home at the regular time because a heavy fog had set in. And although at their dock they had a post on which they put a lantern so that uh, the father could see where to bring his boat. But in that fog, the lantern would not show very far. And it was a cold fall evening. 
And this little boy was with his mother, hoping that they may see their, the father's boat come in. But when it didn't come, then that little boy said, Mother, it is so foggy that, that our light doesn't show far that I will call and maybe Father can hear and he would come this way. So he began hollering, Father, come this way, this is home. And he kept on hollering and finally they saw the father's boat coming. And the father said he could not see the light, but he heard his son's voice calling, Father, come this way, this is home. And it so happened that that boy caught a bad cold which turned to pneumonia. And that unbelieving father loved his son. He tried every means that there was to, to get him well. And he said to his son, Son, if you will only get well, I will buy you a Bible that you can have it for yourself. But that wasn't the will of God. God took that little child of God home. He died. The father was very brokenhearted as well as the mother. But the mother had that hope of seeing the boy when her time comes to depart from this world. For she had that living faith within her that she would go to heaven where Jesus is and where all the children of God are. But the father did not have that hope within him because he was in unbelief. And his heart was broken. But one morning real early, before it was light, the father woke the mother and said to her, I had a dream. I was lost in the fog. And I heard the voice of my son calling, Father, come this way. Here is home. He says, I followed that voice. And when I drew near, I saw my son standing on the shore, but a tall man in a white robe was standing beside him, and our son was dressed in a white robe also, and calling to me, Father, come this way, here is home. 
And now the father became so brokenhearted and such a great desire to be with his son when the time comes for him to depart that he said to his, uh, his wife, as soon as daylight comes, we must go to the preacher's house for I want to have my sins forgiven and become a child of God. You see, dear boys and girls, how God can use you to bring someone who is in unbelief into the faith and be saved. I know that in Hancock it has so come to pass that little children who have come to Sunday school have been the instrument that God has used to bring the parents to repentance and to faith. For they come to know their church. We have a bus there that picks up the children from many districts. It, it doesn't matter who they are, whether they are children of believing parents or unbelieving parents, and bring them to Sunday school. And through this method, the children have shown what they have received in, their, in the Sunday school and told the parents about it. And then at Christmas time, they have a Christmas program just like you have here. And the parents came to hear not only what the boys and girls said, but also the word of God that was preached. Pointing out that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth should not perish but have everlasting life. And those little boys and girls, God used them as missionaries to bring their parents to the Lord. And then you too can be about your father's business when you are not ashamed to confess that you are a child of God. You are not ashamed to say that you believe your sins forgiven in Jesus' name and atoning blood. You are not ashamed to say that I belong to the Apostolic Lutheran Church and I go to the Sunday school and to invite others, children, boys and girls to come. I was happy to see that there were so many of you and happy that you wanted me on your program also for 
I too am a child of God. And my only hope is that I too can receive that heritage that God has in store. For if we are children, then we are heirs, the Apostle Paul says, heirs of God and heirs together with Jesus of all the blessings that heaven has to give, all the gifts that no ear has heard or no heart has been able to imagine what God has in store for his children. I know that you have received gifts today and you are happy that you receive them. But oh, how happy will the children of God be when Jesus will say, Come ye blessed of my Father, receive the kingdom that I have provided for you from the foundation of the world. What joy unspeakable and full of glory will be ours. Then we will sing far better than we can sing here this evening. All those you were singing real well. But then we will sing with a light breast and with a voice that heaven alone can give. For this old corrupt portion of us has been changed into the likeness of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, even brighter and fairer than the angels who sang glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So may God, the dear Heavenly Father, bless you dear boys and girls, to be little missionaries in your own community, in your own church, and may he grant you the grace to be obedient to your parents and to the word of God so that you do not have a accusing conscience that tells, says to you that you did wrong. But if you, if your conscience accuses you, then go to father or mother and, and ask forgiveness. And when they bless you with the forgiveness of all your sins and shortcomings in Jesus' name and atoning blood, then believe and rejoice and thank God for he is good and his blessings are ever with us. And you dear parents who have brought your children to Sunday school, may God bless you. You who are in the living faith, be not uh, too busy to tell your children about uh, Jesus and his saving grace and to sing songs with them, and to pray with them, 
teach them to know more and more about Jesus than you dear parents who have not yet entered into the kingdom of God. May God grant you the grace to repent. Oh, it doesn't have to be Christmas or the 25th of December to be Christmas. It can be Christmas then when you receive Jesus as your own personal Savior, when he is born within you and you are born in him. For it is God who grants us this grace to become his children so that we, by faith, can become the Lord's own and he can come to us and abide with us through his Holy Spirit that we can walk in the light of God's word in obedience to the Spirit of God and have fellowship with each other around his word and the blood of Jesus Christ the only Son of God, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. His blood cleanses us from all sin. So I want you all to believe that message that Jesus brought down to us when he said, Be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Oh, believe all your sins, all your weaknesses and shortcomings forgiven in Jesus' name and atoning blood. I have no better gospel to give you even on this glorious Christmas night. May God, the dear Heavenly Father, be with you all in Jesus' name. Amen.